sure, it might be racist and sexist and homophobic, but it's also pretty rapey. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch 16 Candles. Another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here I am, Jamie Lorello. With me, as always, is DP McCambridge. Mm -hmm. We've come to talk about, as we do, a movie from the 1980s. This is a special episode, not just because it's a movie that's very well known. We don't always cover movies that are uh, a little more known. Um, (laughs) No, The Forest. Oh, gosh, The Forest. Hey, happy anniversary. Oh my God, I totally forgot why we were doing this. Yes, it brings me such joy to say six years. You're in a whole new house. You're in a whole new state. You moved from one side of the country to the other while we were doing this podcast. I did. It's a travel podcast in some ways. It's a travel podcast in that every movie we talk about people traveling. (laughs) Maybe they're just traveling from one party to another. They're, They're going to a dance. They're going to a house party. They're going back home. It's not a whole lot of traveling that's done in this movie, but it's, there's we're still in the some same traveling. town for the most part, right? Yeah, I'm always in. The yeah, same I don't think they town. leave town. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all go to the same school district, so I have a feeling that we're not leaving town. No, I don't think so either. All right, so yeah, so let's let's talk about sixteen candles mm-hmm. and our six-year anniversary. That's so exciting. I mean, it's not like five or ten. No, we'll be at ten soon enough. Yeah, we're getting there. We're on our way. And we will have yeah. a plethora of material ahead of us, that's for sure. And we just barely scratched the surface of what John Hughes did. That's what I'm saying. This is six years in, and we are just like, right. we're, we're, we don't even have the claws on the kitty. We've been declawed, and we're scratching. I, yeah, I mean, this is, this is huge. I mean, we did talk Some Kind of Wonderful, which is and another John Hughes joint. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was one that neither of us were okay with. When it when when it all was when the dust had cleared, we were not crazy about that movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to see because John Hughes was, as you know, and as everyone is aware, such a huge deal, right, in the '80s. And is this his biggest one? I feel like ah, uh, is is Breakfast Club bigger? It's a good question. I really, in my humble opinion, yeah, I feel and maybe it's because like, I saw that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in my no, but opinion. even ensemble-wise, this is more. This is still, although I know that Anthony Michael Hall. This is a very Molly Ringwald vehicle. Right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I, I think you are right. I think if mm-hmm. you know what, I that would be an interesting little poll to take because I almost feel like it would be split down the middle. So let's right. talk about this movie. And I think directorial you know, debut then as now directorial yeah. debut writing okay. debut writer and director John Hughes really came out swinging uh, for the fences maybe I don't know there's a lot to sort of cover here and this is an interesting this is a movie where I'm going to say this 
so much. This is not a movie that was popular that I knew nothing about going in. I, I knew oh, right. all of the issues with this movie, all of the, you know, modern um, cultural racism, the sure. most mild 80s homophobia, like, you know, the passive homophobia that is in a lot of 80s movies. Like, mm-hmm. I sort of already knew that going in. Mm. Um, and I think that because I didn't have any sort of, like, attachment and nostalgia to this, yeah. I think it was sort of interesting to watch it for the first time in my 40s, sort of knowing how important this was to people and how big it was at the time, but also sort of the reappraisal and how many issues there are with this. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was... Um, it's a weird time to watch this. Like, it's weird, it's weird to wait this long yeah, in life it hits, to watch it hits, it hits a little sensitive part of me. Like, I had a hard time at times with this movie because of exactly what you're saying because watching it now and reflecting back on what what it sort of instilled in America and because it was so popular you know what I mean and sort of that undercurrent the subliminal messages that it kind of put into teen preteen anyone that saw this movie in the early 80s in their heads for what was normal or even cool it's disturbing it's really weird (laughs) because half of the time I was like is this putting these thoughts into kids at the time or is this just kids at the time like i wasn't sure how much how much john hughes was like yeah this is what kids are or john hughes was just writing things that he thought were funny well and even at that even if it was something that was just it was this is what film does right it influences the culture and the society sure. so even if this was his extreme of uh you know, creative point of view of life in the teen life in the 80s, it still comes off a bit disturbing. It comes even more disturbing. Oh, to sure. Me. Yeah. Because now, again, this is displayed on the big screen. Again, we didn't have as much access, not access, but like nowadays, you can watch a, a plethora of different types of movies and kinds of movies and see different um, yeah, that's uh, all, reflections that's of all life and lifestyles. New. <laughs> like, that is, yeah. That is well, all, and, like that's. So new. It, sometimes how it's, accessible. Yeah, yeah, like sometimes it's jarring to me how many times I'll just watch a movie and like an hour in I'll be like, oh wait, these are all black characters. Like, and I realize like, oh man, this was, you know, tw- more than twenty years ago. It was really tough to find something like that. Yeah, it was. I just what you said. You hit it on the head for me. It was an interesting watch given the social climate and and not having seen it before and exactly what you said if I had had um if it, if it was a nostalgic watch for me I could see having a bit more fun with watching it being a little less, still being disturbed to say wow that's what we're but again I could see where some of these well we'll, we'll get through it because definitely there were some things that hit the funny and that I certainly hit don't want to like, lead like I don't want to turn off listeners by being like oh yeah this movie these two are gonna piss all over this problematic (laughs) and blah 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 like i don't want to turn people off for that because i do think that there is a lot of fun to be had i agree there's Um, some great i do think i could talk about her sister for nearly the entire podcast (laughs) just that 
that storyline alone, there were several times I almost wrote my notes. I'm worried about her sister. Like I'm worried <laughs> about what her life's going to be like. Concerned, yeah. And who her? That guy was like at least 15 years <laughs> when, older than her. When we were in her bedroom and I saw that framed picture on her wall, I was like. Who's that middle-aged man in that picture on her wall? <laughs> and then when they showed him, I was like, wait, her sister's marrying the janitor from the breakfast club? Like, this is not, their ages aren't close at all. Yeah, her sister was a character to have. Even the, in some reality, I'm like, so she planned her wedding like the day after her sister's birthday? That's a weird time of year. To yeah, just do that and... was weird. Oh, God. When she's on muscle relaxers, I thought that was crazy. Oh, my God. I was, I was having so much fun at that Again, point in this movie. Again, certain <laughs> things that they put in there, or the, like certain scenes like that, I, I totally yeah. agree. That muscle relax, I love that. I mean, I was a little disturbed by uh, the premise the brother who was the brother from their little brother is the little boy from Kramer versus Kramer. I hated that kid so much. There is for all the horrible things the characters in this movie do. He was my least favorite character. I was like that <laughs> shithead. I hate. I hate. Little but kids you were like supposed to hate him. He was the little brother that I you know, were but he never to... redeemed himself. Like even at the end, like oh. when her family was apologizing and everything, he just laughed about it and walked away. I was like, that was. That was his moment to stop me from hating him. But nope, I hate him even more now. No, you got it. One of them in the family has to be the bad guy because mom and dad turn around. Did they give up on the little sister after the first yeah, scene? Yeah, I, I think, think they were just like, you know, we got all these grandparents in here. We can't have. This is too much. Yeah. We have one <laughs> shitty little sibling. We can't have two. We don't have any lines no. for this And there's girl. really no purpose. Now they have four kids. Let's just give them three. It's the two girls and the shitty little yeah. brother, right? Let's I almost picture John Hughes walking this little girl off the set to her mother and be like, you don't need to come back anymore. We're yeah. good. We got we're it. Good. We're Good. You get the morning scene. Then she's off to school. The rest yeah, of the time. yeah, yeah. The rest is takes place at school and at a party. At the so high school, right? Yeah, we exactly. don't need her back. It's fine. Whispering to the other kid, make sure you're back at eight a.m. tomorrow. We have a lot of things to do. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jamie, I was also wondering. Um, can you think of any sort of uh, slightly racist Italian music I could play in this episode <laughs> anytime I say your name like anytime I say Jamie I could just play something like I can't I don't know like, like I thought maybe like the Tarantella or something just <laughs> Mario saying Mamma Mia or something <laughs> but I can't I couldn't think of anything musically to maybe play under it <laughs> let's start talking about this movie there's, there's so much to get into here um, yeah, there's lots of little pockets. Yes, happening. Yeah, right. So Molly Ringwald and her family, um, basically, they all get up in the morning to a crazy alarm. Like I don't know. Oh, yeah, and and it appears to be like an alarm to sound the bell of arriving relatives or something. Like they're all running around because kind of frantic. Yes, yeah. because of the yeah. craziness of her sister's wedding day. And the right. fact that the grandparents, two sets of grandparents, are going to be mm -hmm. staying with them. Can we say so the we can... age gap of these siblings, uh, it seems like a second marriage situation or a mistake? <laughs> well, yeah, because the girls are clearly closer than age. And then we have the brother who's maybe nine. Is he ten? Maybe twelve tops, right? I don't know. I, I thought say... these kids might be twins. Like, it was an oops situation. Like, oh, whoa, we should have. I thought we were. Oh, I didn't. I thought you were on the. No. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And suddenly we have two more kids. We've doubled our household with one dumb mistake. 
But they each seem to have their own room. Molly Ringwald has her own room. She doesn't share with the big sister. The brother, the little sister again. We lose her after this first scene, yeah. so we don't know. She may, I thought for a while she was a figment of my imagination at the start of this You're movie. You're like, wasn't there another right. sister? I don't know. Yeah. The house is big. Like, they make such mm-hmm. a big deal about, what's his name, Jake something? Jake Jake Ryan. The boyfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make such or a big boy, deal about yeah. how wealthy his parents are. I'm like, these are all pretty, like, wealthy suburban people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He, she's yeah. not poor. She's not, you know, living in a... a she's not from the other side of the track. Right, not exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a single-level ranch-style home that she's embarrassed, you know, to for people to see her parents or something. It's not. No, they're doing pretty well. It's they're not pretty, pretty well. in pink. It's not pretty in pink. Her dad's not drunk, and he's not super old. Although Paul Dooley seems a little old. But again, the sister older. When did they start? I don't know. He and to have that house, maybe he had to get his career started before he had kids. Again, not. <laughs> but we could get into the back stories yeah. of these characters. What does her dad do for a living? How can he afford this? We never house? find out, right? What, no his mom idea. Got a part-time job somewhere. Maybe she's a school nurse. Maybe that's why she's always with the sister because they're off. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she, we meet Molly Ringwald in her cool room. Like it's a, yeah. it's an awesome like attic room. Like I sort mm-hmm. of, not always wanted a room like that, but I like the idea of a door. And then you have to go up steps to get to your lofty bedroom. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind no, of super little, cool. Yeah, super cute. Just yeah. she and Uncle Jesse, I think, had that when he and Becky moved <laughs> into the attic of that house. Um, She's super cute, like, super cute dresser. She's very, very stylish, very 80s. You don't get the sense that she's the, like, prom, well, she's not the prom queen. Super cool. But she's definitely not a, a lehooser, a geek. As we meet later, she's very in the um, middle of the road. Like for yeah, that's what I thought was interesting about this movie is for as much of it is just about high school, high school, high school. It's barely about high school. Like it's it's not. We never really get a sense of these characters' place in high school or what that environment's like. Like it's just kind of like it's Molly Wigwald and her friend when they hang out oh, yeah. at school. Like that's kind <laughs> of it. You're right in that she's a snappy dresser. Yeah, um, you know snappy. that whoever created Blossom was taking notes while watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> These are great outfits. Right. My Balak's going to look great in them. Um, she does have some some uh, some fun little one-liners when she talks to herself because um, she's checking herself out in the mirror. We know today she's turned six. This is her 16th birthday. All the busyness happening around her family. And she is waking up to a 16th birthday. Where she's talking on the phone. Do we assume her friend that she I'm later meets up with? I'm assuming it was her friend. I like how we meet her not even talking on the phone. She's standing in front of the mirror saying that she needs four more inches of bod. Yep. <laughs> but then she just picks up the phone. I'm like, did you put down the phone to like talk to yourself in the mirror and then <laughs> Give pick it up? Give yourself a little mirror pep talk. <laughs> Or keep it, you know, the phone, you could, maybe she was still talking to her, but needed to, I don't know, the cord didn't reach. Is this a thing, not to get off on a side tangent, I could not tell you a single thing about the day I turned 16. I couldn't tell you a single thing about my 16th birthday. Is it a girl thing? Is it a movie thing? Is it a... No, sweet 16. I think a sweet 16 is important for a a girl, like lots of times. I didn't I know the phrase, but I just, I didn't know how... I didn't know how much of it was just made up in movies and TV shows and then I, sort of appropriated by the culture after that, or if it was actually a thing. I see. I felt like what 16 is for girls is maybe what 17, say 18 is. For, I don't know. For, for girls, I think that 16-year mark is when 
you really should have kicked, puberty's kicked in, mm-hmm. and you should be feeling, you know, that, which I don't know if that's something okay. to celebrate necessarily. <laughs> Looking no, back, but no, that's, but, um, that's but no, it's like that. You know, it's the passing of, uh, you know, g- coming more into blossoming, if you will, into. Um, well, let's call it bealocking. Okay, <laughs> even better. Okay. Even I better. I just always tied it into driving. I was I always associated it with cars. Well, all of it. It's that rights of well for yeah. Um, she's very embarrassed at, like by the fact that her parents are going to, oh, they're going to gush all over me today. It's my 16th birthday. I got to go, Susie, or whatever her friend's name is. Right. And then, oh, it's time to go to school. Her mom didn't have a chance to pack her carrots, which I guess is just carrots, always her that's lunch. that's all you carrots. eat when you're 16. You don't want to pack a lot. You're trying to watch, and you got to keep that hair red. So That's what I was like. I was like, <laughs> oh, does she eat carrots to keep her hair fresh? Is that really what you thought? And then her little shit-eating brother's like, yeah, carrots. She thinks carrots are going to make her boobs bigger. And I was like, I've never even heard that weird urban legend. <laughs> like, I've never heard that before. But she seems kind of embarrassed by it. So I guess that's why she's eating carrots. Mm-hmm. I, again, teenage diets can be very weird. And a teenage girl diet, even weirder. I like how her mom so. says she hasn't had time to make her carrots. <laughs> She's the Because you got to peel them. you got to chop them. They're, they're bite-sized carrots. She's not a, a bunny. She's not sticking carrots in a bag with the green sticking out. She Perhaps there's some ranch dressing that goes along with the carrots. Okay. Right. Um, regardless, you're right. It's pretty shitty to not have time to prepare carrots. It is. On her 16th I mean, birthday. But, but her sister is getting married. Um, and it's chaos at the house, as we mentioned before. Yes. So mom doesn't remember. Dad doesn't remember. They send her off on her day without even, as she even makes mention, is, is so it's just it's just a regular day. I'm just going to school and you forgot my carrots on right. a regular. Yes, go. It's just a day. Get to more school because I got no carrots for you. Yeah. And, and how disappointing when you're turning 16 and your boobs aren't as big as you want them to be. And your family doesn't even remember. Hey, you know what I love? I love this school montage. This opening oh, school this montage is fun. Is this awesome. school, yeah, I agree. This is a very fun, and this is when I'm rolling with this movie. This beginning, um, I'm I'm liking the character I'm meeting here. I'm liking Sam is her character's name. Yes, I think she's kind of dramatic but fun and. She's Molly Ringwald with the short hair and the cute look. And I'm like, all right, I'm signed on. Let's do this. I am totally on board. Like, mm-hmm. they really get into the fashion. Uh, it takes us mm-hmm. forever to see anybody's faces at school because everything is. Oh, it's just knees. It, it's, it's, yes. Yeah. We, get, we get so it's many shots down. of jeans and shirts and buttons and everything. Oh, the buttons. What a nice flashback yeah. that was. They do the jacket with all the tiny yep. buttons. And even when we and see And the drawing characters. on your knee when you had the big old hole in your pants and you would draw on your knee. Yep. Sorry. Draw Sorry. on your knee. The one guy has patches. He's sewn oh, yeah. patches onto the back of his jeans. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So many couples walking with their hands in each other's back each pockets. pockets. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. really loved it. And when we finally see characters' faces, it's like four people sitting in a row with different crazy sunglasses oh um, yeah yeah it is it's so great it's feeling I, fly it's feeling 80s easy breezy you're you're you want to give it a hug you're it's the it's i, I was you know? totally into this i yeah. i was so on board and so excited for the weird high school movie that this was going to be 
So she meets her friend and she's talking about, you know, how her parents forgot her birthday and her friend's like, it's no big deal. Um, yeah, her friend really does try to talk her out of a lot of, uh, the friend and her are a nice balance. Yeah, um, the friend is really like, don't make a big deal out of it. Like, it's, it's your birthday. Don't, it's not the biggest deal. It's fine. Right. It's not the worst thing in the world and you're going to be okay and you're going to, yeah. But with everything, even later with the boy and everything, like she tries to set the tone of reality without getting too bitchy. She's a good friend. This friend is going to be girl. just fine. Like this friend is yeah. going to live her yeah. life and future she, life. I, I am not concerned right. about this friend the way I am about Sam or her sister, especially her <laughs> sister. But I'm a little concerned with Sam and her infatuation with this guy, <laughs> which it's there is something at the very end of this movie and you know, spoilers, whatever. We're, we're certainly going to talk about it. About me realizing at the end of this movie that these two characters got together who have no interaction whatsoever, basically no. don't know each other. Like, no. there's, they're not even on camera together for more than five seconds. And You're at right. the end of this movie, I'm supposed to be so happy and excited about the fact that they're together. And I'm just like, what a strange, like oddly charming thing because at the end I was like alright I'm fine with this but there's no reason I should be rooting for this at all in this movie <laughs> yeah and you gotta wonder what is so wonderful other than that he's adorable uh, Jamie it's high school that's all that matters like who yeah, cares I, guess I mean right. that's, I guess that's the other right. thing that I kind of liked about this is I was like oh yeah it's just high school it's all superficial nonsense and mm -hmm. I did like the fact and, and I think I'm getting a little bit ahead of where we are I did mm -hmm. like the fact that in the end, they are all just kids. Like, they are all just equals. Like, through the movie, you know, the, the oh, prom right. queen acts kind of bitchy. And Anthony Michael Hall's the most aggravating person you've ever met. And then at the end, mm -hmm. it all kind of evens out. And it's just like, yeah. well, they're all kind of the same. Like, and everybody <laughs> meshes the way they should. They yeah. match up as they they're should. No yeah, different when yeah, it comes down to it. Yeah, it does balance it. out. I, yeah. I see. I could see that. I could see that. Do you want? This is the note pass. Oh, do you want right? to go to is study hall or uh, independent study? Maybe. Yeah, something. It's maybe. basically study yeah. hall. It's whatever they yeah. called study hall in the eighties. Right. Where uh, some students do appear to be working. You actually see, yeah. I think the only black character in this movie is an extra in the background, actually <laughs> seeming to do homework in this scene. And, uh, yeah, and she is taking a sex questionnaire, like a sex quiz that she's been given by someone. That somebody passed, or handwritten, so somebody, right, passed it to her, and now she's filling it out. I thought at first that it was something her friend had sent, but then obviously she's trying to pass it to the sleeping friend. Yeah, I thought so, and, too, because um, I was like, your friend is not interested in your answers. If your friend no, is she clearly doesn't even know you were going to send it your her way. But she does not give she's a shit She's not on the edge all. of her seat at all. Yeah, so she's filling out this questionnaire. Um, what's the sauciest question is, well, they, you know, have you done it? Have you had sex? Would you want to have sex? Who would you want to have sex with? And she sort of looks around. It's almost <laughs> as if until this note was passed, she didn't even realize this guy existed. And now she's like, oh, my God, Jake is really cute. I think I want to sleep with him. I think I'm going to put that on my list. And I'm 16 now, so I Everything in this movie is pointing me toward near the end of the school year. And I'm like, how long has he been sitting there? Because <laughs> you're right. She, like, scans the room like... The gym teacher that's teaching this class? No, not him. This black guy. When her friend is shocked that she might be into black guys, did you notice oh. that line earlier? Her friend's yes. like, oh, a yes. black guy? 
She's like, no, that would be crazy. Don't. No, there's no way. Again, it's all like, these wow. little subliminal messages throughout this movie that I'm like, this is wrong. Yeah. This is hurting me how wrong this right. all sounds and is and who allowed it. Oh, that's right. 1980 allowed yep. it. Um, well, 1984 to 1980. be exact. But, okay. but she does turn around and Jake Ryan, he is not playing it cool like dial back the cool dude because he is just staring at her for some reason yeah. <laughs> like practically and again it's as if she's his... new to the class and this is the first time he's seen her right, right? <laughs> it's like how many months have you been staring at the back of this redhead like yes. in this study hall yeah it's so bizarre i like how she turns around to look at him and then pretends that she's like scratching yeah. her chin with her yeah, elbow. I like that too. and then writes his name down I'm like mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't have his name in your head. That's the other thing that's so crazy about this, because you would think the way she acts that she has been just dying for this guy. Gaga for since him. Yep. who knows? She was in third grade and he was in fifth yeah. or whatever. Since she turned sixteen, right. that's since, when it clicked. Yeah, since she it's turned like, around in, in that's study what hall. sixteen is. <laughs> right. And so she takes his paper and like smoothly passes it over her shoulder to her sleeping friend. It's wonderful. And yeah. it falls on the ground. And then he, he sneaks his foot over. He's <laughs> like practically lifting I his desk it. up and carrying it across the and room. And I love like his foot. It's like the hungry hippo head. You yep. know what I mean? It <laughs> takes a minute to get the marble. It just keeps yeah. reaching for the note. But he gets the note, obviously. And now she realizes, now that she's in the hallway with her friend going, what do you mean you didn't get the note? You didn't get the note? And the friend's <laughs> like, I didn't get the note. And that's when she says, I'll shit twice and die yeah. if uh, the wrong person finds that. I don't want the wrong person to find it. Can we talk about this gym class? Oh. Where Jake Ryan and his friend are doing pull-ups? Again, his friend who looks about 32. This guy looks so <laughs> old. He looks so old. And later on in the party, I think we meet a group of professional wrestlers who put John Cusack in the back of that car. Yeah. Like, How adorable I, is John Cusack? Oh my in this, God. By the way. First of all, he looks and way too old to be yeah. anywhere near these students. But these. So Jake Ryan and his friend are fake doing pull ups? Yeah, we see that. We see again from just from the like. I'll say the breasts up, the man breasts up. Yep. Um, and it looks like they're doing chin-ups. And he's, apparently Jake is dating uh, the, uh, I think her the name prom is like queen, Claudia the party girl, or right? Something. What's her name? Caroline. Yeah, I, I really do just refer to her as prom queen, so we can do that. Oh, yeah, prom queen. Yeah. That's what I call her. Perfect. Um, yeah, he kind of confesses to this dude that he might be into uh, the Sam character. Do you know Sam? And da 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 and it, the guy's like, she's too young to party seriously. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that what you're I mean. Because his prom queen girlfriend, right. as we see later, really does like to pate. Oh, she is um, totally into it. She's but, into trashing houses and fucking yep. shit up. She knows how to have a good time. Getting I wrecked. do wish I With had it. met this girl late. Like in college. Like, she seems like somebody we may have hung out with. She might have partied a little bit in the cliffs or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I guess this is why Molly Ringwald or Sam has a little crushy on him because he really is, he's not into the party life. It's more, he wants to be more serious maybe about real life, not just about party. But his friend, even though his friend didn't say it the right way, the way that makes sense, his friend kind of is like 
you know that she's a sophomore and uh, we're mm-hmm. seniors, right? Like, you know that that's kind of illegal. You know that police could get involved in this situation. I mean, he doesn't say these things, but he seems to be totally rational. Or I'm going to say that Jake Ryan seems irrational in this, basically in this entire movie about his dealings with Molly Ringwald. I know we're supposed to root for these two to get together. Oh, he's irrational in general. When he gives his father's Rolls Royce. I I want to meet Jake Ryan's parents, and I want to know what their deal is. Like, how would they allow parties like this to occur? Because you know this isn't the first time. No, (laughs) no. And is Jake just like, I don't know, Mom and Dad. She's the prom queen, and, you know... Or is the dad like proud? He's like, yeah, son, like that's what I raised you to be so handsome. Maybe his parents are also. Who knows? We don't. Again, backstory. Unknown. I don't know. I backstory want his unknown. parents to come home and see the the, you know what happened after this party. I want some pictures party. on the wall. Yeah. Yes, I just. Yeah. And he seems so nonplussed by any of this. He's looking around. He's like, I don't know. Pizza falling out of the cabinet. <laughs> Somehow there's like. Um, suds coming out of a vent and he seems unconcerned by any of yeah. this and yeah. like how cool and weird are your parents dude <laughs> you gotta wonder but the worst thing about this scene is that they're doing fake pull-ups and you can tell they're doing fake pull-ups of course but the camera pulls back to, to show that they're doing fake pull-ups there's no one around them and i'm like who are you doing this for? Like, other than us as the people watching this movie, it's a gag that makes no sense. It's not like mm. there's a window above there where they're showing off for the chicks that are walking by or something. It's just he and his friend <laughs> pretending to do pull-ups. Getting their pull-up on. I mean, that's how that's how sometimes dudes have to talk to each other, right? By working out somehow. You're right. And that's I did silly... forget what high school was like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many fake pull-ups I did in gym class. See, now this next scene, our first full boobage scene. Right? Full boobage. Boy, remember when PG movies could just do this? Just do this. Just be like... And it was a quick little, hey! But it's not even even that quick. It it lingers. Yeah, it lingers. It does linger. Yeah. Well, because the girls are lingering. So the girls... This is an 80s movie boob shot where it's not the boys finding a little hole into the bathroom where they could spy on the prom queen. It's where the girls are checking out the prom queen's body in while she is taking a luscious shower in prom the girls' queen locker room. Prom queen loves the school showers. That's what She's this like, how can I get so clean <laughs> everyone in a public else, shower? Everyone else seems to have already taken their showers and she's just like luxuriating in, I guess, the wonderful hot water that the school has yeah, to offer. it's got great water pressure. There's great water pressure at the school. Everybody knows that. I guess so. Um, it's really and funny. And these girls are really checking her out, going, wow, it's just she's had the perfect body. Yep. She's basically had the perfect body from sixth grade. And this, of course, this perfect body happens belong to Jake. So that this doesn't break poor Molly Ringwald, who or Sam, who on her 16th birthday, her parents forget her birthday, and she's just discovered she's in love with Sam. <laughs> now she has to come to terms with the fact that Sam's girlfriend is perfect, at least visually speaking. When, when Jamie said that her. this perfect body belongs to Jake, she didn't mean that Jake was a woman with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in he 80s took terms, off when his a shirt. girl belongs to a man, yeah. No, yeah, these two appear to be dating, and of course Molly Ringwald's all embarrassed about the note, but then her, I guess she knows these two have been dating. I, I don't know. I, I don't quite understand what 
they don't seem to be like the hottest couple in school, but they also have got to be the hottest couple in school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think they're up there. Okay, I, I mean, I know there. that she's prom, but they queen. don't. The movie doesn't play into that as much because, like you said, it doesn't expose as much of. Yes, it's a high school based movie, and yes, we get dribs and drabs of high school um, clicks. But it doesn't expose as much of it. Like we said, we don't even know where in the whole scheme Molly Ringwald and her curly-haired friend fit. Right, like, exactly. Are they geeks? Are they jocks? Are, they're just know, middle of the road. They? They're just there. Right. But, but you're right. In so many other high school movies at this time or even later, like Jake Ryan would be walking around in a letterman's jacket like twirling yes. a football. He's never doing that. Like we don't know if he's an athlete. He's just a really good-looking rich guy. Right. And that's... First of all, that's good enough. But, you know, it's it's weird that they don't play up that fact. And they don't play into the fact, that, you know, he's not like an asshole or anything like that. And even mm-hmm. even the, I don't know, I, I don't want to make excuses for the prom queen's behavior. But it seems like she's a bitch from time to time. But it's kind of only a bitch to Jake Ryan. Like, that's the only person that she seems to have an issue with yeah, is her boyfriend. Yeah, Well, and, like, this this is a perfect example. She's in a scene where she's, like, taking her naked shower, and she could look over those girls and say something snarky. You know exactly, what I mean? and yes. So, and she doesn't. She could Pee Wee Herman it, her. take a picture to yeah. last longer. That would be mm-hmm, great. But mm-hmm. she doesn't know. She doesn't do it. She's just... No. Listen, her eyes are closed. She's having a great shower. She's just, she's just really time. enjoying. She knows she has a hot body, and she's not afraid to take a naked shower in front. She might miss her next class. Watch. Who knows? But the shower's worth it. Right. Oh, the next scene is pretty fun, too. The, On bus, the bus scene the, is pretty fun. And this bus yeah. driver, bus drivers out there, if any bus driver's listening, don't give kids high fives. Like, it's just creepy. Like, just don't. <laughs> I know Molly Ringwald's kind of a jerk because she doesn't If you're an elementary school bus driver, fine, yes. you could give That's out the high fine, fives. Yes. Yeah, but if you're driving high school kids around, just let them be. No, if 15, 16-year-old Molly Ringwald gets on your bus, don't try and high five her, you weirdo. Yeah. Don't slap the skin. No need. And it looks as though she's on the, and I mean no offense to this, uh, it looks like she's on the special <laughs> bus. What is Why is this bus well, is populated with we... the nerdiest people ever? And well, two guys is... wearing jock straps on their heads. On their heads, yeah. I don't understand that silliness. <laughs> I don't understand that silliness at all. I guess it was fun thing to do, make a joke out of yourself. And then we have our sweet... I thought for a second, I said, is that Joan Cusack? Are they just going to give her this one bus scene? Because again, I'd never seen the movie, so I didn't realize how this neck brace thing with her was this ongoing theme throughout the movie. But I was like, are they just going to let us peek at Joan Cusack the one time with the... First of all, I would have been fine with that. Like, if that's if that's uh-huh. all they gave her to do, that would have been enough. But every time she pops up, I am having so much fun. Me too. It's like when she popped up in Working Girl. Like, anytime she was there, I was like, my eyes are on her. Even I though I know Anthony Michael Hall's being annoying, and I know that he is having a horrible conversation with her, I couldn't stop looking at Joan Cusack. Did you look? Like, she is having a conversation in her mind <laughs> during this scene where she's looking around. It's like She's like, did I do the laundry this morning? What am I doing? Am I going to that school dance tonight? The expressions on her face, she's going through every emotion just while these two are talking. It's so great. Yeah, 
she's Joan Cusack. She's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Both Cusacks in this movie. You just enjoy seeing a Cusack in the 80s. Yeah. It's really weird because it takes us forever to get to John Cusack. Like, shouldn't he have been on this bus? Like, shouldn't he have been a guy with a jockstrap on his head? I thought he was one of the jockstrap. Yeah, yeah. No, they like to sprinkle all different kinds of characters. It's just these two randos that we never see Mm -hmm. again. Mm hmm. And why do they play like? There's so much weird stuff in this movie. And oh, the kazoo! There's like, what are the, what are they playing kazoo on the bus for? I oh, sorry. Don't know, but <laughs> they play the dragnet theme when Anthony Michael oh, Hall yeah. approaches. Twice they play this theme. There are yeah. weird sound effects in this movie that this movie does sometimes. When when they're in the car later, we'll talk about it. We'll get there in shop class. Oh yeah, and she, yeah, yeah. And he tries to crawl on her, and she goes, "It's okay." You hear a ding, like a light went off in his head, and then he tries it again. I'm like, why that sound effect? There's like goofy falling down sound effects after his mm-hmm. sister gets married. It's, I understand that it was John Hughes' first movie, and he's just doing everything, but sometimes he's it's so obvious it that he's just doing everything. Yeah. He's like, can we get a wah-wah yeah. after that? Yeah. Later on, Anthony Michael Hall looks at the camera and talks oh. to the audience. I was like... This has never happened in this movie before this moment, and we're three quarters of the way I don't through. want it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm t- like, I, I don't. And again, it's there's, oh, well, I guess, yeah, he is the geek. He is yeah. one of the other main characters. And I love, that's his name. That's what he's credited as, the geek. I'd rather just call him Farmer Ted. Oh, Farmer Ted, <laughs> it's so much yeah. Better. It's so much better. Because I saw, I was like, why didn't they credit him as Farmer Ted? Or at least Ted. No. Credit him as the geek. Uh, it makes no sense. This is, he is really creepy. Like, he smells her on this bus ride. Yeah. She does call him the homophobic F-slur. We hear that several times in this movie. Yes. It is, yes. It's a lot. And each time I cringe, yep. I was like, I can't believe you, 80s. Yeah. Oh, and even after she gets off the bus, he then smells the seat where she was sitting. Those pheromones are strong. It is freshman. something. Yeah. So she does get back home, and she oh, right. goes up to her room. After this terrible day. Yeah, right. It's a terrible yeah. day that's not even close to being over. Mm-hmm. I also didn't know this movie was just going to be a one crazy night movie. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, expect yeah, yeah. it all to happen over the course of one day. Same, yeah. But I guess Sweet 16, what else were we expecting? This is right, her what birthday day? month. She's not 16 and all the days <laughs> after. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's been three weeks and my parents still forgot about my birthday. <laughs> so she goes up to her bedroom, but it's not her bedroom anymore because she wanders in on her grandparents in their underwear. Oh, yeah. Room. And they're just happy to be changing and unpacking their stuff. And they've yep. taken over her room. Um, and she's trying to kind of sneak away, but they catch her. Yeah. And they're excited to see her. Very. They're excited to see her they don't they too don't remember her birthday but they do note that she looks older and the grandmother notices her breasts are growing in yeah. and gropes her uh that's her other grandmother that's, oh, that's, that's the yeah. second grandmother she that's gets away from upstairs. these two walks back yeah. downstairs you know again talking to herself yeah that's right herself. these two are just chatty about their life and about what's going on with them and, yeah these yeah. two are like the aloof Grandparents who, you know, but they talk about take their... in the foreign exchange student, right? These <laughs> are the grandparents. <laughs> what kind of a situation is that? Who does that? What kind of weird know. old people would do that? I thought, like... and I don't know a lot about foreign exchange students. Surprise, surprise, I never was one, mm. and I never hosted <laughs> one. So, okay. 
I always thought, though, it was, it an, was exchange an exchange. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. And the reason was that so he could, like, go to. Because we don't know. Are they sending him to school? Are they just. It sounds like they just wanted some labor at the home. And so they it got. It sounded a, like they wanted yeah. to import a kid from China to do yes. work for them. And now she meets. When she goes, is it into her brother's room? Yep, that into she her brother's into? room. Yeah. Yes, because of course later her brother says, "I have a Chinaman living in my room," and I was like, "This is terrible." Why, a why very weird Chinese this? guy. Who, they refer to him as the very weird Chinese guy. He, she and his her mother. He's first of all, he's not weird. Nobody should call him weird. Is he not? Um, I think he's just trying to find his way in a strange country. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, he's pretty weird. His name is Long Duck Dong. Yeah, it? I think that's a fake name. I think he's just <laughs> messing with all these stupid Americans. He's like, how many times can I make them say Dong while I'm here? It'll be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> There's no way that's a name. That's not a real name. That's his name, Long Duck Dong. Oh, yeah. So he meets her with the what's happening, hot stuff line. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we hear a gong. That's strange. I wonder if we'll hear that 45 more times in this movie. Well, anytime we see this little China man, we got to see a little it's not China that. music to anytime remember Anytime someone where he's says from. his name and anytime yeah. he pops on camera, we hear it. It is, mm -hmm. it is wild. Like this is, this is of course, I mean, I understand and not to excuse things for the time that it was made and so on, but also not to beat stuff up too often. If you watch movies from the 80s, you're going to hear the gay F slur. Like, it's just sorry. Yeah. That's what you signed on for. You're going to hear it. Maybe not as often as you do in this movie. It's a lot. But yeah. he did not need to do this exchange student thing. Like, this is way too much. Like, this is way it's, too insanely over the top. It's silly. It's silly. And, and didn't I brought this... Uh, this actor, wasn't this the character then that he plays similar to in uh, Pretty in Pink? Isn't he in Pretty in Pink also? No, I don't I don't know. Maybe he is. is. He I mean, we saw him in Gung know. Ho, and he plays Gung, the exact yeah. opposite character. He plays yeah. a very straight-laced businessman. Oh, so maybe I'm wrong. I thought, see, maybe I'm confusing Pretty in Pink and Gung Ho? 16 Candles, oh, okay. too. No. Yeah, and Gung Ho. Right. That's right. Like you were saying earlier, how they like, anyway. When does Molly Ringwald fly to Japan to put on that little presentation? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it's it's just one of those things because you could have done all of this funny foreign exchange student stuff without playing the gong. Like you could have done it. He could have been a wacky, crazy character. If you really want to lean into this accent, go right ahead. I'm not sure. saying it's perfect, but just the gong puts it over the top where it's just it's. First of all, it's offensive, and I understand that. But also, it's so distracting. Like, it's one of those things where I'm watching this movie, and every time the gong plays, I'm like, well, that seems unnecessary. And just took <laughs> me out of everything that was happening right now. Get the gong gone. Yes. The gong needs to be gone. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So she finally goes to talk to her sister, because everyone's here for her sister's wedding. We have not yet in this movie met her sister. Oh, this is true. This is we true. We saw her in passing go to the yeah, bathroom. Right, exactly. Yeah. And now we get to see her, and she's going to her sister for maybe some sisterly advice, or just because it's the only free room in the house. The grandparents are in the other bedrooms and the... Sure. Long Duck Don is in the brother's room, and so, yeah, she goes into her sister's room. 
Her sister tells her she's acting like an asshole, doesn't she? <laughs> yep. Yes. She's like, you're really acting like an asshole. Yeah. And gives her terrible advice mm-hmm. about dating. and. and it's awful advice, but it's also yeah. kind of funny because we, we start to understand this sister. like, and Because Molly Ringwald's trying to open up and she's like, I'm really into this guy. I think yeah. I might be in love, blah, blah, blah. And her sister's like, oh, no, no, yeah, I'm in love with this guy I'm going to marry tomorrow. It's great. And I like how Molly Ringwald's like, well, you've been in love before, though. And she goes, well, never for six months in a row. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Six Already in a row. More red flags yeah. are coming up about this relationship. And this is when she walks across the room and we see a framed portrait of a middle-aged man hanging on her wall. Who's that? Yep. I don't know. I was very confused because wow. I thought it looked just like the janitor. <laughs> from the breakfast club and I went that's weird I wonder if that'll pay off later <laughs> so they have a conversation that goes nowhere um, but they do have a wonderful family dinner oh yes but yes can the, I tell the, you that I, I, I'm not trying to excuse the racially insensitive things in this movie but when I saw um. Long Duck Dong using a spoon and fork as chopsticks I really enjoyed it, just using the back and the handles of them as chopsticks. There was something about that that I thought was actually fun. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. Yep. Yeah. There, yeah. When he tries to eat his quiche that way, right? Isn't it the quiche? quiche? Now he's like, how do you spell that, quiche? Yeah. You don't spell it, you eat it. They're the all lines. having such a huge laugh at this poor foreign exchange student's expense it's so weird what does he say instead of prostate he says something because he's mowing their lawn they brought him in to mow their lawn so he didn't hurt his whatever he doesn't say the word prostate he says something that sounds like prostate i'm going to say probate like roger roberts roger roberts Uh says and everybody laughs at him i'm like what are you doing why are you all laughing at this poor exchange student they're evil they're not nice (laughs) they really are kind of evil but I do like how all of this, because she does not want to spend time with her family. Everyone's forgotten her birthday. Well, not now. Yeah, not this family. Not today. Not when no one could remember her. When, not when there's quiche for dinner and it's her birthday. No one's even made a cake. It's not even a, a birthday quiche. I know. No. So they, she she's she's decides that she's going to leave. She's going to go to the dance. And the grandparents think it would be a great idea if she brought Long Duck Dong to the dance. Why not? He needs to have that experience. He's only been mowing lawns. He hasn't been in any kind of American school or right. really around teenagers. I imagine these grandparents live in a retirement community. <laughs> That's all this Chinese kid has seen. Also, Keeping him weird. I have to tell you this. Long Duck Dong seems like a great person to take to the dance. Because once he yeah. gets there, he's off on his own. He's yeah. not like he's he constantly need, bothering he's not, her. He's not clingy. No. no. He's going to go find his own adventures. She even says, like, gosh, I've lived here my whole life, and I don't get to yes. do the things that this guy does. He's here for not even a day. Yeah. I, I um, really thought this movie was going to be this poor exchange student hanging on her, following her around yeah, the entire up her time. Yeah, yeah. Or just adding some silly Chinese antics to her groove. Now he's got but, He's got shit to do. That's... Anthony Michael Hall's job. Anthony Michael Hall's job is to be annoying and follow her around in this movie. Right. I do like how we go to this dance. Did you notice the DJ just enthusiastically punching the air the whole time the song was playing? I didn't. You got to be enthusiastic at these kinds of dances, right? I guess. 
Did you ever go to dances in oh high school? Oh, my God. Not high school. We didn't really, you know, other than, like, in high school, we would have, like, you know, there was prom and there was homecoming. Oh, right. right. But the fun dances were in middle school. Oh, yeah. Like, seventh and eighth grade. Those were where, you know, the... I, I know they weren't weekly dances, but at that age they felt like weekly dances, and your parents would just take you and drop you off. And I really yeah, loved drop it. Drop you off like in I, the front of the school. Yeah, yeah they were fun times. I, had, I agree. Yeah, I had so much. Did fun. they even? I know it's COVID and they don't happen, but did they happen before COVID anymore? I sound like an old lady. Yeah, they did. But again, like my my oldest is in eighth grade and so mm -hmm. covid hit when she was in seventh when dances should have been a thing oh. so there were no dances last year there's been no dances this year i don't know i'm wondering if she's just gonna you know move on miss to high school next phase, year and yeah. miss all that stuff but this is this is a high school dance is what this is not the did you guys coming. have high school dances we did really we did. yeah wow no we didn't no, that was a junior high thing and then when you got to high school it was all like business it was sure like it was here's high. we got yeah. two dances a year people there's a prom there's homecoming maybe i was no i'm pretty sure it was a high school thing yeah because it happened at the high school no ours sure. happened at the high school too but yeah they were junior high dances anyway and i don't well all right well yeah well i yeah not every like, school district is the same i guess not even the if they're all no. in pennsylvania they're not the same no well that's just the thing i went to junior high in new york and i i didn't have dances um, but I went to high school in Pennsylvania, and so, yeah, we had dances. There's that, everybody. All right. Everybody. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe they did in New York, and I didn't go because I didn't, but um, in Pennsylvania I went. There you have it. All right. Okay. So they let's just... Not emphatically punching the air that I could remember. Well, can we, can we just say that for as annoying as Anthony Michael Hall's character is, and mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, we'll get into it, his character makes a turn in this movie or comes to some, you know, revelations in this movie, maybe changes how he acts, you know, from the very beginning. I do appreciate how confident he is. Very like, confident. Like very is, confident. Like we everybody knew nerds or geeks at school. Yeah. This doesn't seem like any nerd or geek I knew. Like like if I was, you know, nerds and geeks and stuff, like there were smart kids that were popular. But then there were, like, the kids at, at, in the lunchroom that you would just see at a table by themselves, like, you know, reading Bram Stoker's Dracula or something like that. Okay. Like, this isn't a person that I ever had any encounters with. No. In when school. he's later making uh, cocktails, making martinis for he and Holy Jake shit. and listening to Frank Sinatra and giving out advice, I'm like, who is? And he's a freshman, mind you. <laughs> He is a it's like when Steve Urkel turned into his alter ego and it was yes. really cool. But I was like, this is the same character that was just trapped under a glass coffee table. Right. And now he's just like slicking back his hair. Super cool. Mixing up martinis. Like, given, who is this love person? advice. Yeah. Giving girl advice. It is really yeah. like they wrote about two or three characters and went, ah, we'll just mix all this into Anthony mix Michael Hall's character. We're not hiring more kids. It's crazy. But he is confident. He swan yeah. he saunters right. He's and I do like like he so he's got a thing for Molly Ringwald or yes. Sam, just as much as she's got a thing for Jake. Right. But he's he's a little more fluid with it. You know, he really just His dancing is great. 
Oh, yeah. He comes in hot with his dance, and he tells her, I'm blowing your mind, aren't I? <laughs> it's really wonderful. Because for some reason, Molly Ringwald's just standing in the middle of the dance floor, like not doing anything, just staring at this Jake Ryan guy in a mix mm-hmm. of everybody else dancing. Mm-hmm. So he decides to go up and dance with her. Before that, though, he tells his his friends, his nerdy friends, John Cusack and other guy, yeah. um, like, watch this. I'm going to go get this chick. It's going to be awesome. And that's when he goes right. over and blows her mind and does dances. And not for right. the last time in this movie, she just walks away and it takes him a while to realize that. Yeah, because yeah, he's busy. He's got some moves and he dances away. Um, and this... I don't know, had she seen Jake yet? But this is where she, she this kind of pushes her a bit over the edge. The day has been long. Well, she and just hard, saw him this, dancing with Oh, she did see. Okay, she does queen. see him dancing yes. with the prom mm-hmm. queen. So, yeah, this guy comes up to her and does this goofy dancing. And then she sees the Jake dancing with the prom queen. And she's like, I can't, I can't take this day anymore. I got to go in the school hallway and cry. Yeah. I just got to go be sad as, and be by myself. Listen, as some junior high dances ended, not with me. Yeah crying but no but you go in the hall you like you take it. a minute yeah yeah people yeah, go totally. to the bathroom and have a good cry yeah i did once get in somebody else's car after a junior high dance thinking it was my dad i started talking and i looked over and realized whoops this whoops. is some other guy you're like well i'll just hop out of here yep, now i Thanks. just got up and walked a few cars back you're telling some great stories These tonight, aren't great stories at the all. mom <laughs> calling <laughs> the workspace and going in the wrong car after a dance yeah. these are yeah. These are fun little I mean, little. Tidbits. Hey, it's not every day we get to talk about sixteen kids. It's true. <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. Oh, also, we um, see um, who is who's uh, Long Duck Dong dancing with? Because at first I was like, "What's this high school gym teacher doing here?" I know she's she's just a she's a I don't know what they call her. That she's got a name. I call her. She's the big girl. She's the big girl. And yeah, they call her something pretty bad like, like murph or something like that or i don't know like it's like jackhammer or something like it's not a no. it's not a very flattering name it's no. like a look at this look at this big tough girl here yeah she's the big tough girl but long duck it's a kind of a odd adorable pairing where she's into him and yep. he's into her and they're dancing also does he have snot all over his face he stands up with her and appears that he has snot on his face. I didn't know that. Like boogers. It's really weird. Ew, I didn't know that. No. But it's very cute that they're dancing. And he's yeah. like, I can't believe I found somebody like you. And she's like, yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. It's like, he's been here for 10 minutes. This is amazing. And he's found love. Yeah. It's wonderful, right? Anthony Michael Hall, that's his friends. That he, because he's determined. They're like, oh, that went over well. You were dancing with her and she just walked away. He's like, mark my words, I will get her underwear. How about that? Yeah, I'm going to get laid. What proof do you need? And I like how they're like, we need video proof because we're fucking perverts. And he's like, well, I can't do that. What else? And they're like, well, okay, we're still perverts. So can you get us underwear? (laughs) He's like, (laughs) yep. Something. You got it. And we all like to sniff things, every one of us. Oh, we do get another, um, this is where we get a little neck brace Cusack trying to drink from the water fountain. This is really fun where she's got the shirt on I, that she wipes her face is. with. It's, oh my God, it's really, it she really is. She tries two different water fountains. Yes. But she can't get the right angle with her neck brace on. And then she spills a little bit and she's got this sweatshirt on that has a girl with a dress on it. And she wipes her mouth with the girl's dress, (laughs) which peels up to reveal the girl's underwear. It's great. It's It's wonderful. It's so fantastic. It really is like somehow John Hughes 
And I don't know where she was in her career at this time, but I really do like to think that John Hughes just found Joan Cusack and was like, we have to at least give her two to three scenes <laughs> where it's just Joan Cusack just doing stuff in this movie. Because yeah. later just when she's trying be. to drink a beer at the party and just falls yeah. over, it's really great too. It's like, and she's everywhere. I'm like, she must be like a pretty popular person. She just happens to be in a neck break. Yeah, she's and also not talk some... to anyone in this no, movie. No, she has no people no around dialogue. her ever. Nobody comes up to her. No dialogue. No, it's almost like she's a silent film star in all of her, yeah. It's pretty great. We do see, I enjoyed, because uh, we see her a little more later, we do see Jamie Gertz real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, we get a, she's yeah. one of the prom queen's friends. Yeah, she's too. like smoking weed in the high school hallway, which is yeah. pretty cool. I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool, Jamie Gertz. <laughs> and they do, like, it's the prom queen and Jamie Gertz and her other friend walk through the hall and they see her crying and just kind of ask if she's okay. And she's like, I'm fine. And then they just go on. And I'm like, yeah. This is another chance for. A stupid cliche movie oh, to like yeah. talk shit on her, but they don't. They just go about no. their business and right. you know leave her alone. Well, again, that tells you that even Molly, just like the prom queen's character, isn't so bitchy. Even Molly Ringwald's character isn't so. I don't know. They're not. I don't know. Yeah, no. I yeah. It's I, I don't want to say ill-defined, mm-hmm. even though I think that's something you could say about almost everyone in this movie. I do like the fact that they didn't lean so hard into cliches and they yeah. just kind of went, these are just kids and they're just, they kept the you know, they might, soft. Yeah, yeah, they might all have their bad moments. Cause I'm not going to say that anybody in this movie is a good person. Like I can't think of anyone in this movie that I would say is a good person, but in the end it's kind of like, well, they're not bad people. They're just, right. they're, they're just high school idiots. And I yeah. kind of appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like this weird scene here because this is when she's sitting on the bleachers and her friend's name is Randy. I wrote that. Oh, no. you did. Okay. And Anthony Michael Hall comes up and Randy and some other dude are sitting behind them. And did you oh, notice yeah. that Molly Ringwald goes, uh, this is my friend Randy and this is Jimmy Montrose. And I was like, who is this character that has a first and last name in a movie where no one appears to have first and last names? And this guy says, like, two words to him, and, and he's out of We never see Jimmy Montrose movie. again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was so blown away by that. I was like, I cannot wait for this guy to show up later and do yeah, something. What's, no. What are we doing with Jimmy Montrose? He's totally right? gone. He's gone. He's with the sister. He's taking care. He's a babysitter. It's so it's so bizarre. So where are we in the school? Is this the shop class? Where are we? Yeah, I guess. Listen, my high school was not like this. We did no. nobody built cars in Mm-mm. shop class in my Mm-mm. school. No, same here. But they're building a car mm-hmm. for I'm going to say the production of Grease. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Molly Ringwald's in this car crying, and mm-hmm. this is where. The Ted character's been nothing but annoying up to this point, and, and he doesn't stop. It continues. But mm-hmm. I did like Anthony Michael Hall's, like, um, pratfall gags here where he keeps knocking over, like, entire shelves oh, of yeah. things that he's tripping yeah. over stuff but still trying to act cool. And I she gets it. annoyed with him but never... She tells him several times, like, I appreciate what you're trying to do here. R- I, yes. You know, but she... Yeah, yeah. So he, he stumbles in kind of on her, trying to have this moment by herself to, I guess, just be sad about life mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't give up. He's confident and persistent. Yes. 
So mm-hmm. even though he's fumbling and making all these loud noises and uh, interrupting her moment, he gets he sits with her in this mm-hmm. car, this rebuild, this like you said, grease, grease lightning rebuild, and they kind of have, I guess, a nice enough moment. They do. I mean, she opens up to him about how everybody forgot her birthday and everything, and he's like, "No, nah, yeah. nobody forgot mine and all that." I do like earlier when he first gets in, how he's read this situation. He goes. Sorry about what happened in the gym. I didn't know you couldn't dance. Yeah. <laughs> that was really great. But this is when, after she says everybody forgot about her birthday, he's like, I have oh, to Oh, yeah, you he know gives something. his own confession. Yeah. I never begged a babe. And she laughs hysterically at uh-huh. this. And this is when he tries to crawl on her and make out with her twice. Right, right. And she's not yeah. into it. Well, I like it, though, when he says, I've never begged a babe, and she laughs. He says, I'm not a stud. I just got that reputation in sixth grade. <laughs> and it just stuck. So maybe within his troop of, of, of nerds there, they think he's the most experienced. And so he needs to try to, what does he say? I came on like a poozer on the bus. I don't know. I don't know what I that I wrote means. some of these down. I'm the king of dipshits. He does ask straight out. So he said he's never gotten banged. But again, confident Louie, we should call this guy, or confident Carl. He says straight up, can you do me a favor? Will you have sex with me? Can, can we have sex? It's really great. Seriously, I never tried that. And I don't know if it would work, yeah. but I never, I never thought of trying that before. I don't know. You just straight up ask. And she says she's saving herself for someone. She would maybe consider yeah, it otherwise. Yeah. It is really great. She's like, you're going to think this is crazy, but I'm saving myself for someone. <laughs> oh, before this, sorry, we have to say this very oh. briefly. Uh, before this interaction, Jake, he goes up to Anthony Michael Hall, uh, Farmer Ted, and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, that red-haired girl you were dancing with, do you know her, blah, blah, blah? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know her, blah, blah, and so on and so forth. And they have mm-hmm. a little conversation about her. Oh, right, right. That's right. We forgot to say that. Yeah. Well, because, again, he's staring at her, isn't it? Isn't he? No, yeah. no, no. She, he's looking gone. at her at the. Yeah, yeah, he's looking at her at the dance, just you yeah. know, over the shoulder. When he's of dancing the with prom the prom queen. girl, right. yeah. <clears throat> so when she tells um, Farmer Ted that he that she's into Jake, he's like, "Dude, he and I are like we're best buds, man." Yeah, like, he wants he again. He doesn't if they're not going to sleep together. He's fine. He just wants to help her out. It, he likes her yes, so much. Yes, it is so his his character, uh-huh. and it's it's. I don't know if it's turns or what. Like, suddenly, he's a different character now. Yeah. And later on, when he's mixing drinks for them, and he basically threatens Jake Ryan, he's like, if you fuck with her, god damn it, I'm going to beat the shit. I'm like, who is this character now yeah. that has such an emotional attachment to Molly Like you Rachel? said, they wrote, like, four different characters, and I'm yeah. like, he can handle it. it Anthony, he's got yeah. three names. Anthony Michael Hall can yep. do it. Yeah. And he tells her, he's like, oh, Jake, he was asking about you. I think he's into yeah. you, too. And she's even like, don't be fucking with me. <laughs> yes. Like, I need to know that this is serious because I'm really excited. He's like, no, it's, it's, it is serious. Like, yeah, I, I could probably hook you two up. And the price will be, you have to give me a pair of your panties. So I'll totally do this for you. But you got to help me out because my bros are expecting something and I have to follow through. I do like how this conversation starts because his friends bet him uh, a bunch of floppy disks, like 27 floppy oh, yeah. disks if he doesn't mm-hmm. come back with underwear. I like how she's so excited about Jake Ryan. And before he asks for underwear, he's like, do you know how expensive floppy disks are? And her response <laughs> is, we could talk about this at school on Monday. <laughs> I just, I just love that she's so excited disc. about Jake Ryan and everything. But yeah. she does give him the underwear. 
She does. So let's talk about basically the dance is winding down, I guess, at mm-hmm. this point. And Jake Ryan's girlfriend is kind of a weirdo. Like, she says to him at this point, she's like, I love it when your parents are out of town. We can go and hang out at your house and act like we're married and act like yeah. we're the richest couple in town. And I'm like, Jake Ryan, this is very scary, this relationship. Yeah. She's a real weirdo. And also when we get there, I'm like, what kind of married couples have parties like this? What is yeah. she talking yeah. about? The married, They're a married couple who are the most popular and the right. best looking. <laughs> yeah, they're a married couple stuck in high school. Yeah, I wanted to tell her, I was like, you don't have to pretend you're the most attractive people. You're clearly the most. Pretty this is much not a pretend are. game. Yeah. We've seen the school bus. Right. We yes. know. Yeah. But yeah, he she is trying to convince him to just to let's go back to your place basically so we can have a party with everyone. Yeah. You could tell he's not as into it. Again, he's been staring at Molly Ringwald. He turns. Sam is right there. He looks at Sam and smiles. Now, it's funny because I've ha- I have can't say I've had this exact moment, but you know that moment in high school when the person you like or maybe you have a crush on or whatever, they look at you and you ruin it because you're not knowing what to do for your in front of your crush. Or you either walk away or you just turn red face. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's a Jake really... Jake Ryan looks at her. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't try to flirt, but he does make a good eye contact. He's close enough to her. And she... She just walks away. Walks away. Just wanders out of there. And I'm like... Oh, wait. Before this, though, we do get to see her rehearsing what she would say to him, which is pretty fun. A couple of different one-liners she's trying on him. Or, hey, I had a dream about you. Or, hey, I really love you. She says... She goes through a few and talks about the dream one and goes... Yeah, that's it. I'm like, I don't yeah, think you've thought this through, Molly. Yeah, Ringwald. I don't know do that not, that's going to be the one, do but you not do try that. it. Right. Did your sister give you that advice? Maybe your sister gave you that advice. <laughs> yeah, that's, not... that's just, that's slightly better than, hey, would it be cool if I had sex with you right now? It's slightly yeah. better than that, but not much right. better at all. Oh, my God. At the very end of this, just as they're leaving the dance, I don't. I don't want to forget this wonderful scene where these parents are dragging their kid to this dance. Oh, my God. This, we see this kid in the beginning of yeah. the dance, too. So these parents just want to try to get rid of their kid. I imagine this was what your parents did to you. I don't know why, but I did. You, you thought like I didn't want to go to the dance. Forcing you to go to these dances, like, yes. down there right now. I'd rather be at home watching HBO, Mom and Dad. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Gremlins 2 is on again. <laughs> no, this was oh, this was so funny. It felt like yeah. something out of Freaks and Geeks or something like that. Yes, like I, yes. I really loved it how these parents had to throw their kid in the gym and like hold the door shut behind them. <laughs> it's so wonderful. So very quickly before we get to our next party or before she goes home or whatever. We do get the panties in the bathroom scene. Oh, yeah, where he where, shows all of his friends. Yeah, like all these kids and pay money. And there's a big money. group. Yeah, they all pay money to have him walk out of a stall. He's doing this in the bathroom and staying in the stall for the element of suspense and surprise sure, to sure. build up the tension, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he holds up her underwear. And mm-hmm. uh, it's hilarious, I guess. At the end of this evening, we go out to dinner. With her parents. Oh, that's right. Because they had, they kept talking about the dinner they have with the in-laws. Yeah. And they can't keep remembering their name. Guess it's the rehearsal dinner. I don't know. This is when it's revealed that her sister is marrying the janitor from the Breakfast Club. This balding janitor from the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. 
and his greasy mobster family? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. They say what kind of business is in. It's all shady. It's construction and, and mafia related. And the mom even makes some comment. The in-law, the whatever her future husband's mom is like well you could you got to have less of those girls on the side now or something like that right woman of the month club or something oh yeah bimbo of the month club and this guy's like yeah i guess i can look but i can't touch (laughs) and this sister seems dead inside at this point oh yeah like i I guess she's marrying him for the money or just to be married who knows i don't know i have no idea again let's get into her issues muscle relaxers who's giving her access to them for these for the I don't know. I mean, she does say that she has cramps. So, I mean, isn't that just muscles contracting? So maybe in the 80s, her mom was like, "Mm, muscle relaxers, whatever. You want four of these? Go right ahead. I assume her sister developed a painful, uh, tragic opioid addiction after all of this. And it probably didn't end up well for her. That's why you're worried. You should be. You're worried to be. And and again, I I just don't understand why these two are getting married. It makes no sense. It, they don't. They don't seem right for each other. I. I don't. I don't get it. It's so weird. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. And now we go to Jake's house. Yeah, the party. To party this house. raging, this insanely raging party. Toilet paper everywhere because you're gonna toilet paper the house before there's a party it, or during the party. It's 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 so trashed up. It, it's mm-hmm. just the most bizarre thing. And his girlfriend is. Hammered. Yeah, she's instantly yeah. hammered. Like later in this movie, I'm like, did someone roofie this poor girl? Because <laughs> she is just out of it immediately. She likes to party hard. She takes her partying seriously. That's what the guy doing the chin up said. She's a serious partier. Why, why would wanna... you want to make? Why would you want to date Rob, Molly Ringwald when you have a girlfriend yeah. that takes partying so seriously? So seriously. She really does. Oh, again, this is where we have another Cusack with the what you were saying with the neck brace, having a drink. Um, Long Duck Dong arrives to the party, parks on top of another car. Crashes right? into a car where people are in the back seat having sex. They are undisturbed They're by oblivious. this. They're oblivious, yeah. They're having high school sex. They don't know. Also, at this point, he does arrive, but also Farmer Ted brings his two buddies john cusack and the oh, other right. guy and the other guy yeah. and i like how they're so nervous they're like so nervous about showing up to this party he's like gosh just play it cool it's totally awesome well and his way of making we have 70 dollars, a girl's pair of pants we're safe as kittens we're <laughs> right. safe as kittens with this with yeah these, um i guess you do you pay for those high school parties do you like to pay at the door so you get a drink now i may have gone like to that. my fair share I of would, middle school dances but I went to like three parties in high school total. I never went to any. Oh, okay. Yeah. They all happened like after, like right after graduation. So I didn't, okay. I didn't go to any before that. But after like after graduation, I was like, who the fuck cares? Like I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna show <laughs> up. I wasn't see. invited. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody cared. It was kind of like this. It was kind of like when they show up and Long Duck Dong's hanging on the door and invites them in and they thought they would have to pay or whatever. But now everybody seems totally cool with each other. Well, at this point, they're all, you know, everyone's been there and there's drinking and toilet paper has happened. Who knows what time it is? Like, I have no idea what time it is in this movie. Like, to me, it seems like it's 3 a.m. and this continues on forever. Yeah. In the middle of this party, uh, 
at Jake's house, Jake decides that he's going to call up Molly Ringwald. He's got her number. Oh, my God. Know. Yeah. He does and shut his gonna... girl because his girlfriend's literally crawling on the floor. She's so wasted. Oh, yeah. yeah yelling yeah. at him. And, and he goes into his bedroom at his parents' mm-hmm. house and mm-hmm. he slams the door on her hair. Her hair gets Awkwardly, stuck it gets stuck. Very awkward for her and the placement of, yeah. Yeah, like the she hinge, knock on the door. Like the hinge yeah, right. side of the door, too. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And she does, like, lightly knock on the door because she knows her hair's stuck, but he doesn't yeah. respond. No. And you're right. He calls her house. And I guess was her intention was to maybe invite her to the party. I don't know. But um, I also don't know where he gets her number. He opens his yearbook, looks at a picture of her, and picks up the phone. I'm like, what? How? The yearbook is also a directory. Did you oh, not know? Oh, that? that's why. <laughs> Those were the numbers after my yearbook picture. I did, I never knew what that was. I should have known it was my parents' See? phone number. And then, then you can call them if you're, oh. if you're in. Yeah. All right. So he doesn't quite know what to say. He calls several times. The grandparents answer, and it's this whole spoof. Oh, he gets, he, the first time he calls, it rings and rings and rings before the grandparents finally answer. By the time they answer, he's kind of annoyed by the whole thing because maybe feeling whatever. And he whisper, he kind of, he says, eat me, but not necessarily directly to the grandmother. Okay. Right? Because I did not know why, because then the grandfather's like, well, who was that? What did they want? And she goes, Sex. sex and I was like how wait what I didn't hear the eat me part that's really great because well, I think he's frustrated because he's he's you know got the guts to call she doesn't answer and he's like answer your phone answer phone and right before he hangs up he says eat me that's all the grandmother hears and he calls back several other times uh, hangs several up she says times. I can hear you breathing and that's when the parent, the grandparents, they've kind of had enough. This what goes on doing? so long. Like it's 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 the most unnecessary part of this movie. It's almost like they just were like, we gotta get these hilarious grandparents back in this yeah, movie. Yeah, we need somehow. another scene for these guys. It's right? not worth it. Also, as we said, his girlfriend's hair's caught in the door. I do like how Jamie Kurtz and the other girl come by, and they oh, like yeah. they're wearing fur coats and jewelry. And I'm like, I think this is Jake's mom's stuff. Like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is who this stuff belongs to. The the pearls spill all over the floor at one point, mm-hmm. and Jamie Kurtz, or maybe the other one, I'm not sure. Cuts her the other hair. One cuts the hair. Yeah. It's really funny because they're like, "You're not going to be mad at us, right?" And she's, and they cut her hair, and she's so wasted, but then just so appreciative. That yeah, they did these this for guys, her. the best. And they just they must give her the hair to hold on to because scenes <laughs> later she's sitting in the back of the car when with, she's like, in that car and pulls up her hair. I'm like, where <laughs> did that? Did you have that on you the they whole? They just gave time? it to her. They're like, just in case you want to put it back. Why do you sober up? I don't know. <laughs> right. But yeah, Jake's house, like you said, we don't know how long this party goes on to. There's so much craziness. Yeah. Long Duck Dong and the Lumberjack are Mm. having sex, I guess, while working out in this weight Oh, that's a weird thing. They're on that exercise bike. Like, what's his name's girlfriend used in that other movie that we just watched? It's the weird, I guess, 80s. I guess it's like the 80s Peloton. Let's put it that way. Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. Instead, uh, instead you can can work at your own speed and... Instead of have, having somebody yell at you, somebody I guess, shouting at you. Yeah, I don't get the Peloton, but people love it. People love know. it. Hey. 
I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they, they have a weird... I don't know that they're having sex. They're just having so much fun riding an exercise bike together. Right. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that because he's sitting on her lap while she's yes. using the exercise bike. It's pretty fun. But also yeah. at one point he's trying to lift weights and the weights are falling off. They crash through the floor into a wine cellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is, it is crazy. And the party's then suddenly over. Like, by the time yeah. his girlfriend gets her hair cut off, by the time mm-hmm. he's done trying to call Sam, the party's over. And like we said earlier, maybe it was just for patrons, like, he's just nonplussed. He walks downstairs and looks around his kitchen like, look at that. Goddamn pizza on a turntable. Hmm, isn't that a mm. thing? And that's uh-huh. it. Like, he does not. He... He's like, at some point, these parties have to end. It's just too. But yeah, like you said, there's suds coming out of the vent. The place has been trashed. Yeah, he's kind of just like, oh, at some point, I'll have to not do this. The place has been you know? trashed, and Ted has become trapped under the glass coffee table. Oh, somehow? yeah, I don't know how. How that did this happened. happen? I don't know. Earlier know, he trying is, to hide. Yeah, earlier he and his friends knocked over a giant beer can tower that these oh, professional yeah. wrestlers had built. Yes. And I like how they each blame each other until the last guy's just left with no one else to blame. Um, so I guess these guys put him under this coffee table. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. suddenly he and Jake Ryan are BFFs, like we said, in the kitchen mixing drinks in a few minutes. And he's given advice on, on women. And as... Uh, Showing off the underwear that he got, saying, like, I got her underwear. But then it's also explaining to her that, uh, or explaining to him, rather, you know, but I'm not into her that way. She really is into you. He's been a matchmaker. This conversation gets disturbing when um, he says to uh, Jake says, I've got Caroline passed out in the bedroom. I could violate her 10 different ways if I wanted to. Yep. Great, yeah. Jake Ryan. You're a pretty cool guy. Way oh. to go. Yeah. Oh. And it's it's just, it's very weird because I'm like, well, you're dating. Also, I, I just, it's it's so strange that he says that. It was so uncomfortable. Oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like <laughs> no. it. I felt icky. No, no, a yeah. little bit icky there. Yeah, it turned my whole, ugh. I'm not saying get past that, but this is also no. where Ted threatens him. If all he wants from Sam is a piece of ass, he's just going to beat him up. Oh, yeah. Because and it is funny how Jake Ryan really doesn't believe for some reason that Sam would be into him. Because at this point, I, I think that's what um, Farmer Ted says to him is that she's into him. And he's like, right. you better not be lying to me. And I do like how Ted comes back and he's like. What happens if I lie to you? What would you do? And he's like, oh, yeah. well, I beat like, you up. He's like, ass. so yeah. why would I lie to you? It yeah. does nothing for me. Right, right. Doesn't help my situation. But they, they make an exchange mm-hmm. wherein... Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anthony Michael Hall mm-hmm. or, or Ted can have access to the passed out girlfriend. Right. And P.S. Jake's very giving. His father's Rolls Royce. And I love it because then he's, Anthony Michael Hall's trying to talk him out of this. Are you (laughs) sure you want to like, I don't even drive. I don't even have a license. Yes. You're going to give me your dad's Rolls Royce. And even when he gets in, he's like, I don't even know. 
And the whole time, Jake's like, it's all right. Take yeah. my girl. She's passed out. I'll put her right in there for you. He says even no to the girl, I think, at first. Yeah, it is And next so thing weird. we know, he's carrying him, oh, carrying her over his yep. shoulder into the Rolls Royce. Yeah, because it, it really is like... Again, he, makes me very he, uncomfortable. He says to him, like, here's basically what the conversation is. Jake Ryan is like, hey, I want you to take her home. And I want you to use this car to do it. Blah, 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 so on and so forth. But then basically it's Ted says something like, well, what do I do with her? And he's like, I don't know. Do whatever you want with like, it's really like have your way with her. It's totally cool. She's so hammered. She'll think it's me. I did kind of find it amusing when she wakes up and she goes, who's that? And he says, it's me. And she says, well, who are you? Well, I'm him. <laughs> I did kind of find that amusing. Oh. I see you did not. No. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, so that's sort of, and you can see this kid doesn't know how to drive a Rolls Royce and so on and so forth. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they're on their way. Very quickly, we are back with Molly Ringwald or Sam. She's been sleeping on the couch the whole time. And her dad wakes her up to wish her a happy birthday and to tell her that oh, yeah. he's so sad that yeah, he forgot. Yeah, it's a very everything. sweet moment. It's a very sweet moment where the dad comes in and has a really nice, and even after that, he says, I feel like there's something else wrong. What is yeah. it? And this is very, I mean, I don't know many fathers and daughters in high school that have this kind of a bond. He, She says about how she's got the crush on a boy. And he makes, he tells her some very sweet, 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 about how, um, you know, you and your sister are very different and your yep. sister is one of those people that doesn't have to work for things and that doesn't necessarily always mean that that's going to be good for her. I'm not worried right. about you because I know you're going to yes. be okay and the one that gets... It's very sweet. It's, it's very, very sweet adorable. I could only yeah. hope to be as good a father as Paul I, Dooley is. I think, yeah. I could see your girls coming to you in their high school days. Very but sweet. This, but this is where he says... I can't believe I didn't know your sister was marrying a bohunk and I didn't oh. know what a bohunk was like I, and, and I, I typed it in my notes and word didn't even tell me it was a wrong word. So it was like, well, this is a real word. So I looked it up. A bohunk is an immigrant from Southeastern Europe. Oh, I know. It's like, what is this word? And I looked it up and it appeared to be popular in the 1940s. And I'm like, oh. what? But, I don't right. know, I guess from this guy's um, childhood, I don't know. Bohunk, It's All so right. weird. Because I was yeah. like, oh, a hunk. Maybe it just means like a big dumb hunk or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. But, nope, it's a uh, racial slur for people from Europe. All right. Yep. So, anyway. Yeah, I just, I, I and, and also the other thing that I have a problem with is like, and I, I think I've said this so many times. Not that I don't want to root for our heroes here, our, mm-hmm. our you know, Molly Ringwald and our, you know, what's his name, Super Hunk guy. Like, I guess I'm on board with this, but also this is a weird time for those two to get together. Like, he's a high school senior. You know his parents probably, like, paid for him to get into the best Ivy League school sure. on the East yeah. Coast or whatever. Like, they're going to be, even if they get together, they're broken up by Thanksgiving of that year, even <laughs> if, if that. But that doesn't matter. She's not looking for for her ever guy. She's looking for her 16 love, her little, I she guess needs you're somebody right. to help her. 
um, become a woman. You're right. And you know Jake what? Ryan yeah. Ryan is the guy. Okay. It's the questionnaire that started this whole mm. thing. She's not looking for forever. I kind of wish that that for... had been stated, strangely enough. I think I would have enjoyed that if she was talking to her friend and she's like, I just want Jake Ryan to be the first guy I have sex with. Yeah. And that could be yeah. it. Like, if I would have heard that, strangely enough, I think I would have well, been more okay it. with that. Well, you read it. That was what she, that's what she that's was in the questionnaire. It's not, not like. Impli- it was literally in black and white All for right. You. I think it was a blue pen. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is when I really think that someone uh, roofied this poor girl. Because she is like, oh, she's so like passed out in the out car, but then but wakes back up. When with she a wakes up, with I a think beer can. She, she may have found cocaine in that car. The way she wakes up, <laughs> the way she is acting when she wakes up, I was like, now she seems coked out of her mind. Like she's yeah. feeding him birth control pills. I didn't know what was oh, going yeah. on. And what's her comment? Uh, the pill makes it okay to be super careless, is what she says. Yep. It's, and, and it's funny, too, because he's trying to drive mm. well and everything, and she's just distracting him and bothering him, and, and he's he angry at her. And he says something. He says, why are you being such a jerk right now? Like, <laughs> why are you... You're, I'm, you're a jerk right now. Yeah, and I was um, like, weren't you going to rape this girl in about 20 minutes? Like, yeah, wasn't that what this was know, supposed to yeah. be about? Yeah. So, uh, also, we very quickly get a scene of these wrestlers who drove um, John Cusack and his friend home. But they drove them mm-hmm. home in the trunk, and they pulled them out of the trunk of their car. And I thought oh, it was nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they drove them back to their house, which is weird. They, like, how did they know where they lived? But they brought them home. Mm-hmm. Ted, though, does stop by these nerds' house again in yeah. this Rolls Royce. Right, to and, show off. Yeah, and she's yeah. passed out again. Mm-hmm. And he wants them to, I really thought this was going to be a lot grosser than it was. He wanted them to take pictures. And I was like, does he want them to take pictures for him having sex with this girl? But he just like puts her, his arm around her. I mean, she is he passed out. He to show he was with her. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, it's as gross as you can get without pictures of people having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how the picture's terrible, though. And all you can see yeah. is, like, half of his face. I like face. how they show, yeah, that it's just his face and smiling. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they did a, a poor job. She wakes up in the morning. Again, it's, it's a little bit crazy. Her sister's getting married, of course, so mm-hmm. it's a little hectic again. But now her mother apologizes to her and kind of right. cries about it. Yeah, it's a little emotional. She even says, you know, things have been crazy mm-hmm. with the grandparents coming in and your sister getting married. and But you're 16 and I can And she... But at this point, Molly Ringwald or Sam has a very mature, oh, don't worry, Mom, these yeah. things happen, and don't get too crazy. But right. she kind of has her friend's point of view Yeah, she's from like, earlier. I grew up a lot last night. You mm-hmm. didn't see it all, but I went to the dance, and it was very depressing. And then my dad yeah. was nice to me, and I guess that's okay. <laughs> and now it's making up for it all, yeah. Right. Her brother's a piece of shit. I kind of want this kid to die. Um oh, her friend, oh, I do like it. She's on the phone with her friend. And <laughs> after they have this conversation about, you know, sort of what happened the night before and everything like that, her friend's like, oh, by the way, um, thought you might want to know, uh, my brother paid a dollar to see your underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she does the scream. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so now we're almost done with the super offensive things in this movie. But Long Duck Dawn oh. is, is passed out on her yard. Mm-hmm. And they wake him up as the parents are going to this wedding. They wake him up and he says, no more Yankee, my wanky. That's what he says. Of course, that's, that's, of course that's what he yeah. says. Mm-hmm. The donger need food. It is, 
It's so terrible. <laughs> this is so terrible. Did you notice his shirt's ripped like the killer in the forest? It just yeah, the it's got just the one slash on the top. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. Mm-hmm. And I wish we could say that we're done and we can put the donger to bed, but we can't because he still has to interact with Jake Ryan for no reason. No, and yeah, Jake beats him up or ba- Jake... Well, doesn't beat him up, but... Oh, I have a, I have a great question for you right now. Um, yeah. In 16 Candles, uh, the fact that we're nearly done with this movie, it's like an hour and a half long, we're like at the hour, 10, 15 minute mark. Did you expect the woman from Poltergeist to show up? Oh, no. <laughs> at the church, kind just of having do it. nothing. Yeah. Like, no. do nothing in this movie. Mm-hmm. At the end, she's like, I really need a drink, child. Like, that's all she basically says at the end. It's like a an exclamation point on the hilarious character that she's playing. I'm like, she's not, she's just a background we, character. This is all we see her, yeah. She's at the, she's an organ player at the church. It's, is that what she is? I No, I don't even, I don't even know what she's doing in this movie. I, I can only imagine that she exercised a poltergeist from that church earlier in the day. And, and then she just, she happened, just happened to, to be around. there and stay for this maniac's wedding. Right. Yeah. Also the uh, preacher's Brian Doyle Murray, which I thought was great. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So. But again, very short. We don't see him. He doesn't. Well, we see him, but we he don't see much really of him. Do anything or say anything? It's no. yeah, it's something. Uh, so okay, so there's this wedding happening. For some reason, uh, Ted drove this Rolls Royce into the church parking lot the night before too, and then passed out. But also has headgear on, like he thought to put <laughs> yeah, that like on. Like he was going. Because it's important, and again, he's a responsible guy. How did he so have that what, on him? It's what he wore. They slept in the night in the church parking lot in the car. And, yeah, he wore the headgear. And now he and she wake up. And both of them really can't remember. We don't see him drinking much. Maybe they both roofied themselves. There's something in the glove compartment of that Rolls Royce that they both took. I'm assuming that was not a birth control Made them pill forget the night. <laughs> that oh, was so all those nice. pregnancy pills or all those birth control pills. Well, yeah. yeah, they wake up. And he's like, did we? And she basically... It, I thought this they was They kind cute. of pair off. Yeah. She's I, like... I did think this was cute, how he's like, mm-hmm. did we? And she's like, I think we did. And and I like how he goes, did I enjoy... He's like, what am I talking about? Did of course you, I enjoyed yeah. it. Did you yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. it? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was... I, I kind of enjoyed their little back and forth. But... Mm-hmm. But before this, Jake Ryan shows up at Sam's house and Long Duck Dong thinks he's going to beat him up because they already got in a fight the night before. Whatever. Who cares? And he tells her that Sam's getting married and he's got to go to the church. So, of course, then he drives up and sees this. And then he and he and the prom queen, they kind of have a nice little conversation, which is like, oh, yeah, we're not. Right, for they each just other. decide to end things, <laughs> yeah. and she's not upset about it. And he's like, "Yeah, no, it's time to move on." And um, Molly Ringwald, so the sister, I do love this. Are they, is it rice that they're throwing at the wedding? And the sister's like eating the rice out of the air. Oh well, first before they let's throw talk the about rice, the sister being fucked up on pain pills because that's yeah, she the walks best down part. the aisle. Well, first she's getting ready, and like she just her whole body's limp. She's like. Just yeah, falls over. she's back, or I was gonna say backstage, but she's getting ready with her her mom and her That's sister. That's what they call it, backstage. Backstage at the at the at the wedding, yeah. Um, and yeah, she's like maybe I did like so because again, as we noted earlier, she's got her period, so she's on she's got yeah. her cramps, she's on these painkillers, she's sloppy as all hell, 
She walks down the aisle and she barely can keep it together. She sits down she at one point in the pew and is like, I just got to so sit. Tired. And then when she gets up there, she takes off her veil. She's like, this is just getting in the way. I need to take this off. Um, but she takes yeah. off the veil and she's, I guess they stumble through their veils. I don't even think they show that. Mm-hmm. But um, then they go outside and they're throwing rice and she's like literally like, eating the rice out of the yeah. air and she takes off her underwear or yep. she takes off her like, um, like the her thing slit. that's under the, yeah, yes. that's it, yeah. Um, and goes into the, you know, the little getting married, go away car, whatever, getting married, go away car. I think that's what uh, it's called. Technically, that's what they're called. <laughs> did you see her husband smoking as he walked out of the church? I was like, did oh, this yeah. guy just light up like on the way out? He got by all the He's pews and just lit yeah. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was so shocked by this because I had no idea that the hidden gem of this movie was her sister. Like, until this point, until she's there stealing the show at the end of this movie, I was like, I did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. I thought this whole wedding thing was just going to be I thought we were wrapping nonsense. things up. I didn't yeah. think we were going to do full, well, yeah, but yeah. we get to see her stumble through the wedding. And it, 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 it that's, this was a really fun other, like, what? She's on... Muscle oh, relaxers at her wedding. Yeah, and this is also cartoon sound effects when she takes her oh, garter yeah. off. I, I, it's so bizarre. Anyway, and, and she needs a drink from exercising all the demons from the place and everything like oh, that. Oh, right, it's right, hilarious. right. Well, she goes, yeah, Molly Ringwald decides to go back in. That's when she sees the poltergeist girl again. She goes back in yeah. to get the veil. She thinks that the sister right. will want mm-hmm. the veil. So when she comes back out, most of the crowd is kind of dispersed, except Jake is there. Right. In his cool car. Mm-hmm. His cool red yep. car. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I like how they have a little conversation, and she ends up telling him, I'm not going to go to this reception. I'm like, yeah. your sister is hammered. This reception is going to be amazing. Like, just yeah. go. Bring you him can... as a date. He's your plus one, yeah, right? I, that's what I didn't understand. I was like, why didn't this movie end with her inviting him to the reception mm-hmm. and they get in the car and they drive away. You mm-hmm. could still tack on the cake thing at the end because it appears to be eight hours later. Like, yeah, I know. Because now out. it's like middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. No, but she's got to celebrate her birthday. The day, right. it's the next day, mm-hmm. as we said, but still. Um, and the dad kind of approves of it. She looks at the dad and is like, this is him. I'm going to just skip out of the rest of this wedding ceremony and move it along, have a night with him. And the dad's excited the for dad's her. The dad's like Go, giving babe. a thumbs up, like, yeah, yeah. he is. Uh-huh. He's like, a good you, one to lose you know, your virginity right, you, uh, to. Go for it. Yeah. As great as you explained him last night. That was, I didn't, I didn't expect I'm much. I expected too. more I'll of an Anthony Michael seconds. Hall, but yeah. you know what? Hey, go oh, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have the scene where they have cake together and it's happy birthday and what's your wish? And she's already gotten her wish. Oh, sorry. Did I fast? Did I fast forward myself? <laughs> yeah, you fast forwarded yourself. No, there's nothing else to talk about. That's how the movie no. ends. They yeah. they kiss over a cake, and and we're supposed to be happy that these two characters who seem to have no Barely connection whatsoever are together mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jamie, I don't. I listen. I normally ask you what you think, but I'm going to go first. Please. As I said, I knew the baggage that this movie has going in. Like, I think that, and like I said, I think I had a different feeling than if I had some sort of sentimental, you know, attachment to this. But I think a little bit opposite uh, than you, because I feel like if I had some sentimental attachment to this, it would have made it much more difficult to watch. Oh, even to watch. But just knowing that people have 
beat up this movie for such a long time and been like, this is racist and it's homophobic and it's horrible. I kind of went in knowing that already. Okay. And I'm not saying it was easy to get past it. I kind of had fun watching this movie. Like, you did. I, yeah, you did. I, Don't I, feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I kind of had, I had more fun than I thought I was going to. It, it, I enjoyed it because it was dumb. It certainly didn't take mm-hmm. itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, the stakes are so low. Like it doesn't matter if none of this happens for these characters at all. I found myself kind of into all of Anthony Michael Hall's weird twists and turns that he takes in this movie, which make no sense. And I shouldn't have had any real interest in, but I do feel like this is, especially for John Hughes first movie. And like I said, there's a lot of dumb sound effects and like homophobic shit Goofy, that shouldn't right. be in here. Oh yeah. Like he found people that could just do such a great job with this material. Like I was, I was so surprised how good everyone was in this movie for how young they oh, are. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I, I actually enjoyed this. Uh, I certainly liked it more than uh, some kind of wonderful. And okay. uh, I don't think I like it as much as breakfast club, but I okay. love it way more than uncle buck. So we'll go, well, there we'll go you go. That. There's your barometer. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You. Well, so I, so the first time, well, the one time that I went to, well, no, it was the first time that I went to uh, New Orleans. We went, I went in a senior, as a senior in high school or mm-hmm. a senior in college. I took that spring break trip with those two, Clint and Mike, and we went to New Orleans, <laughs> okay, right? Yes. Fun trip, spring break, right? And I was in a phase of my life where I was very, I was listening to a lot of Ani DeFranco. I was feeling very feminist. And um, I hated New Wait, that's New a Orleans. phase of your life? I thought that was well, just okay. your life. That well, was... that is, but it was. I was hardcore <laughs> right, into right, it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I, I hated New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get over the whole beads and the boobs, and I just it ruined the. And we did a lovely tour. We took the what is it? <clears throat> the trolley around, and we ate the vignettes. Were great. There were definitely aspects sure. of New Orleans that were wonderful. Um, but at that visit, I hated it. I just, I was so turned off by just that, our night down on Bourbon Street. I just, ugh, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to appreciate New Orleans. Like, I know that I would. Like, I know I will en- I enjoy the music and the, the architecture. Perhaps and the any other foods. time of year. Yes. Or with uh, other or just different traveling companions, perhaps. Right. I don't yeah, know. Maybe it was the traveling companions. I did all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's sort of how I feel about this, this movie. Sure. I got so turned off by some of these things and the racism and the that whether I knew ahead of time or not, it just shook me. Like that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the 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 lines. About, I was like, is, this is why the Brett Kavanaugh's of the world exist right. because of movies like this. And so it got it hit a chord, I guess, for me sure. that I couldn't enjoy it in that like playful way. And I wished that I had seen it before and could okay. have that nostalgic feeling for it because I feel like I would have had more fun with it. Mm-hmm. I definitely see, just like in New Orleans, I see how fun New Orleans can be <laughs> if you don't get so hung up on the fact that these women right. are doing what they're doing for be, you know. Yeah. Um I could have enjoyed it more and I see where you would enjoy it and I see where it is enjoyable. Yeah. Um No, this is fun. I I feel yeah. like for 
this used to happen more often earlier where you and I did not agree on movies. I yeah. feel like for yeah. some reason, for the longest time, we're either watching stuff that is legit good or absolutely awful. And, and so we both just no kind right. of coordinate with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I and I agree with everything you're saying because, like I said, there's no... I'm I'm not going to excuse the stuff that happens in this movie because it's it's awful, but I I remember saying once it was probably on this podcast where I feel like things like this seem more egregious to me in movies that happened during my lifetime because I will mm -hmm. watch movies from the 30s and 40s where black characters are just like you know they're the cooks in the kitchen or they're you know oh, right. the guys operating the mm -hmm. elevator and stuff and i can just look and be like well different time whatever and i, sure. I almost like gloss over it and be like well that's not a problem even though it's super problematic. it's a glaring yeah but issue yeah, yeah yeah when i watch something like this i'm like oh i was a i existed at this point like this yeah. was happening around me well and so it you, makes like it i said you can you can feel the palpable undercurrents mm -hmm. of why oh, sure. society is what yeah. it is right now is exactly because of well that's what i mean movies like this and that's what i was <laughs> like well how much of this is just is john hughes bringing it to doesn't it, matter or how much of it is john hughes looking around and going well this is the way things are this is the way teens are mm. but you're right because we've watched enough stuff where people don't do that and people right. are quite progressive and people are conscious of the fact that maybe you could have some sort of diversity in your movie and maybe right, you right. don't need to use f slurs all over the place in a right. movie yeah so no i i completely understand this well, is well and the fact that people so many people do love it or, mm -hmm. or relate to it makes me sure Again, it just makes me kind of cringe. It upsets yeah. me. It hurts me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally get it. I understand where you're coming from. Um, but for some reason, I found this very charming. A jolly good time. So it's dumb. okay. So, it's okay. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I'm going to recommend another movie that I found super charming and a movie that is quite recent. I'm going to recommend a movie from 2019. I don't Ooh. recommend a whole lot of... Uh, and the reason I'm doing this, and this episode isn't out yet, but um, I went on a podcast called Schlock and Awe. Uh, and oh. the, the woman that hosts it, Schlock. she does a um, uh, like a double feature podcast. Mm -hmm. So I said I wanted to go on, and she said, you give me a movie you want to talk about, and I'll pair it with something. And I told her I wanted to talk about <laughs> sorry, Slumber Party <laughs> Massacre 2. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Because of yeah, course did. I did. I want to watch Crystal Bernard eat a ham or a hand sandwich again. Please. And she paired it with, and I think the thing you and I talked about when we when we talked about that movie was just how charming it was and how the characters seemed to genuinely like each other and be yeah, nice people yeah. and people we wanted to hang out with. She, and tell me if you saw this movie, she paired it with the movie Booksmart. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, How is it? Oh, my God. Watch Booksmart. It's so yeah? much fun. I've heard good things, oh, but I hadn't seen it. It's yeah. so wonderful. And it, it, again, is just, it's so charming. It's a teen comedy that could have been okay. overly raunchy or could have easily been mean-spirited. I mean, yeah. Mean Girls is a fun movie, but it's mean-spirited. And sure. even stuff like Jawbreaker and, and things like that. So there are elements yeah. of that in here, but it's just about these two girls that are graduating and they've never gone to a high school party before mm -hmm. and they just want to do it on their last day of school. And so they go and it's just like them out on a fun, crazy night. And fun. it's just so 
delightful. Like I, I can't even explain just how delightful and fun this movie is. At one point, Love they it. take all these drugs by mistake, and they think that they're Barbie dolls. So you just watch these Barbie dolls walk around for a while Amazing. and talk to each other. Amazing. Yeah, it's smart. It's it's really great. It's really fun. It's directed by Olivia Wilde. It's her first movie she directed. It might yeah, be her yeah, yeah. only movie, but she should direct more things. It is. It's. I would have never watched it if I didn't go on that podcast. I love it. All right. And I'm, I'm so going to check it out. Because right from the poster, it looked like, like I don't know if you saw 8th Grade or if you saw early 90s. Is that the name of that movie? Something. Um, it looked like a depressing teen, like, coming mm. of age thing. And I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to watch this. No, it's fun and it's goofy and it's so wonderful. You should watch it. All right. I'm going to so check it that's out. That's it. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. I might have recommended this. Stop me if I did. Um, well, but I, I love it. You. <laughs> well, you could just say stop right there. You've already recommended this. No repeat recommendations. Um, another favorite redhead of mine. Well, not that uh, Molly Ringwald's a favorite, but another redhead that is a favorite is Natasha Leone. Okay. Have you seen her show Russian Doll? I it's did. A- I didn't finish it, it and it's not because oh. it's not because I didn't like it it's just one of those things where you have way too many things to watch and for some reason it, it just falls to the wayside slips away yeah. yeah and I know they're making more so maybe, yeah. I'll, just, maybe I'll just wait till they're done yeah. with it and then, Again, then it give all. it a whole big world it's really fun she does a great job and, and it's about it's a, her day keeps she she dies kind of every mm-hmm. day and it's all starts at this party that she's at her her birthday party and so um or not yeah um so it's really interesting. It's really well done. It's written by Natasha and Amy Poehler and Leslie. Oh, I can't remember her last name, but it's just say three. Nielsen, and I'll be okay. like, okay, right. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really it's a really great, fun. I think it's from twenty twenty. I don't think yeah, it's, it's pretty recent. I, I mean, it's recent. I don't think it's quite that recent. Okay, maybe twenty nineteen. Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, and I again, I yeah. enjoy Natasha Leone. She does a great job in it, um, and the it's funny, but it's also very dark and very um, thought provoking. Yeah, I I'm gonna sort of second that recommendation based on you know the few episodes I've seen. It mm-hmm. is it's funny, it's dark, but it's not too dark. I mean, it's got mm-hmm. like these overarching like dark themes where I'm like, sure. she really does seem like depressed and <laughs> seems, yeah, seems yeah. kind of dark in that sense. But it's it's certainly funny enough to sort of, you know, not be overwhelmed by how dark it is at times. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah oh, very great. good. We did it. We talked about 16 candles. We did it. A big one. Made it through. Came down on two opposite ends. I love it. I'm so excited about that. I hope there's more of those in our future. Um, <laughs> and... We're not going to announce the next movie that we're going to do. I'll tell you what it is, Jamie. I was going to say, well, yeah, I need to know. It's, <laughs> well, you and the patrons will know. Um, <laughs> I believe, as long as everything works out, um, yeah. that it's going to be uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Okay. Yes. Uh, what we're doing this summer is for three months, we're going to have guests on with us. We're going to bring in... Mm-hmm. Um, other podcasters, some people we've known, known, or some people we know, um, some people, one or two that may have been on here before, but, uh, Mm -hmm. I think most of the people have not been on here before. So 
for the next few episodes or next few months, we're probably not going to announce the movies at the end of the episodes just because we're trying to schedule times to record and I don't want to tell you we're going to do something with someone something but then we have to push them down. off yeah. and we have to bring right. somebody else up and so on and so forth. So if you do follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook, I will make sure everybody knows what we're doing well in advance. So if you do watch along, you can do that. But just know that we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Bye, everybody. So long. So true. Funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe to toe. This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. I want to take it to the world, but now. Wrote Mr. Bomb. No. Or it says characters. So he was like, there's a guy, his name's Mr. Mom. And he went, great, <laughs> put your name in the credits. Stop calling us, John Hughes. <laughs>